Hello, curiosity seekers. Welcome to Dissecting Medical History. I'm Ange. I'm a travel nurse, medical history enthusiast, and your host. If you're looking for a storytelling formatted podcast with fun and fascinating topics on history and bios, then you are in the right spot. Please note this is not in any way medical advice. If you have anything that's ever discussed in any of the podcast episodes, please seek medical attention. Now, let's get this story started. Ready, go. Go. (laughs) Action. (laughs) I have pulled my friend Mel away from her studies to hear another story of a California trailblazing woman. Hello. (laughs) I've been making fun of her and her highs. Hi. Hi. So she's more manly today. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. How's the paper going? Uh, <laughs> I actually worked on it the other day. Okay. I worked on it. I don't know. What's today? Monday? I worked on it all day Saturday. Yay. Uh, oh, that's the wrong track. <laughs> it is It is pretty funny. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, I'm glad that I can pull you away from... Um, to procrastinate some more. Yes. This story is of the first female dentist in California, actually mm-hmm. in the West. She's a little off of the doctor and nurse story types that I've been doing in bios, but dentist is medical. So I thought this yeah, would be a good sure. one. Um, I like this story because it takes place after a little after the gold rush mm-hmm. and the gold rush to me is a pretty fascinating time in American history. Yeah. Do you know why they came why the those that came for the gold rush were called 49ers you're california now so you uh, need to know you know what my husband has told me this before i think but i don't remember it's really simple it's just because they came in 1849 oh is that what it was <laughs> oh, i thought it was something way more uh i don't no. know so it did actually the gold rush started in 1848 but that's when it was discovered that there was like large amounts of gold here uh. um but then and that was in northern california and then it was all of these people coming rushing in in nineteen four in eighteen forty nine, and they were called the Forty ers So oh. a majority of them did come in eighteen forty nine from all over the world. Okay, trying to get their claim. So since we are in San Francisco, I feel I should also relate this little story to the place. Um, if anyone's been to San Francisco, they would know that it's a pretty crowded place. Lots of a little people. bit. Yeah, it's a seven mile, like seven mile square san francisco area but before the gold rush the population was only about a thousand people oh wouldn't that be nice can you imagine oh a a thousand people man i would drive across the bay bridge five (laughs) times a day just because i could (laughs) well not that you could afford to have the bay bridge though true it'd have to be a little boat that's okay i'll take my kayak a lot longer (laughs) it would be you know it'd be faster if i took my kayak (laughs) (laughs) probably um but in just a few years from the beginning of the gold rush it went to thirty thousand people just in those few Mm, years yeah so okay enough of the gold rush talk nelly elizabeth pooler moved with her family from maine to california when she was just 13 then a year later she married a 35 year old dentist seems so she was 14 she was 14 when she got married good mm-hmm. lord to a man named alan chapman in 1861 they lived in nevada city in a house well he had eventually bought this house called the red castle which is now an historic landmark 
that was made into a bed and breakfast in Nevada City, California. Hmm. Now, I looked up Nevada City because I had never been there. And although I am a travel nurse, I actually grew up in California and I've pretty much been to every corner of the state. Mm-hmm. I've driven through, been through, I've just been many, many places. So except the Bay Area, I never really lived in the Bay Area. So I don't know the cities very well here Yeah, until now I'm kind of getting used to it. So I had to look it up because I, I couldn't remember much about Nevada City. I don't know where Nevada, where is it? It's, it's north, wet, northeast of Sacramento. Okay. So kind of up near Tahoe, kind of? No, it's on the way. It's kind of on the way to Tahoe, but okay. north of that. Okay. North of that 80 corridor yeah. to get to Tahoe. So Nevada City, I looked it up, but it's a cute little town. Um, from what I saw, it's it's got some gold mining related museums, walking tours, a lot of shops and restaurants. And I thought maybe I need to make a little road trip out there. There's a lot of little towns yeah. In Northern California, like Grass Valley is really cute. That's where my husband was born. He was Grass born Valley? in Grass Valley. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know they had a hospital. Yeah. But- I don't know if they still do. <laughs> this was back in the 80s. <laughs> he was born in the living room of the... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, um, it's a cute little town and it's... um, Yeah, it's very... I like little towns like that. Kind of yeah. like they have little shops and you can walk around. Yeah, and- it's, that one's a pretty big little town. Yeah. A lot of streets, but it's... I like, I like Grass Valley. Yeah. But anyway, so this one's not too different from that and a side note speaking of sacramento uh-huh. i heard there's a thing going around right now that californians don't that californians have an accent and we've always said that we do not <laughs> right we have american accents we have yeah but like from i came okay i moved to texas and i have a texas accent when i'm around another texan okay or i'm drunk <laughs> But California, they would say, oh, you talk really fast. Yeah. Or I stop talking in the middle of a sentence because I I feel like unnecessary to do finish the whole sentence. Right. Because you know what I'm going to say, <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I Or, yeah, something like that. Like, um, I'll be talking and I'll just zone out, walk away. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. That's not an accent, but that's... That's not an accent. That's what I've been accused that's- of. <laughs> But anyway, so there's this thing going around that Californians don't pronounce their T's. I thought that was an American thing in general. It could be. Like, what's the capital of California? Sacramento. Sacramento. Not Sacramento. Yeah. There's Santa Ana. Santa Cruz. I and Santa I, Cruz. I called my mom yesterday and I said, what's the capital of Sacramento? Or what's the capital of California? <laughs> she goes, Sacramento. I said, where is the John Wayne Airport? Santa Ana. Santa Ana. Santa Ana. <laughs> where, and my mom isn't I didn't even think from that California was just originally. A California thing. Where's your mom from? Mexico. Oh, right, right. Okay. So um, we used to live in. We, yeah. So I started naming all these places with T's in them. Yeah. And she didn't put T's in any of them except Costa Mesa. Yeah. But that means a T, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Is it a California thing? I or... thought it was an American thing, like versus a British thing, right? No, versus like East Coast, West Coast, South. Yeah. Like it's a California uh... thing. I don't know. So now I feel like I need to call all of my friends who don't live in California yeah. and start quizzing them. I've been told by people in Virginia that I talk funny. That's where I was from originally. That's where I went to high school and well, everything. Virginia's just funny. Virginia's just funny. Everybody there talks funny. You guys... You ever listen to this? <laughs> My sister listens to this. She understands. She talks like I do. 
Yeah. Well, also, I grew up in Southern California, so I have a val- I'm a valley girl that doesn't do my teas. Valley girl. It talks too fast. Anyway. I okay. do talk fast. When I give a presentation or something, or if I'm teaching or doing something in front of a group of people, I talk But that's different. So fast. That's more of like That's nerves. not an accent, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just think I talk too fast, and I'm a podcaster now. I got to slow my roll. Slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> now i sound like i'm from texas right <laughs> or like our our one of our um bosses he's from louisiana i yeah hello everybody <laughs> i love him okay. she does a perfect impression of him that's hello, exactly everybody. what he sounds like yeah it's like the simpsons he's my favorite oh he's great okay <laughs> anyway after nelly married we're getting back to nelly here um she not only became a mother for the first time to a son, she became the assistant to her husband's dental practice, kind of um, helping them with sterilizing the equipment, handling pain relievers, things like that. And I read in one book that she didn't really care for the work, and then another one that she did. Mm-mm. And I'm assuming that she liked it because she kept going, and maybe she it ended up enjoying it. I yeah. Don't, I don't know, but she really did uh, get into it like she – Started off as an assistant, but as you'll see later on, she really does become a dentist. Dentist with a T. Dentist. Um, Dentist. As I spit on my... (laughs) (laughs) As I spit on my poor microphone. Spit everywhere, you guys. They ended up buying the Red Castle house and used the front space as a dental practice. And then they had another son, and Nellie continued in the dental practice work. Now, even though the main gold rush was about over in about 1855... Nevada City was still a thriving mine town, which made the Chapman family very well off. Sadly, Alan was not good with his money, and the family went into great debt because Alan generously would loan money or co-sign loans that ended up defaulting. Never loan your money to a miner. Oh, no. They will let you down every time. No. At their worst, they owed $80,000. This was back in the mid-1800s? Yeah, that's a lot of money Oh, my God. A hell of a lot of money. Oof. To get out of debt, the Chapmans sold everything they could, except, of course, the home, so that they can continue their dental practice. After all that they had sold, they were left with only $16,000 worth of debt. And so they divided their talents and opened up a second dental practice location in Virginia City, Nevada. Mm. Have you been to Virginia City? I've never been anywhere in Nevada. So, really? Yeah, that's oh. going to be on our, uh, we're going to at least stop by Vegas yeah. when we do our road trip, hopefully. Or Reno is not that far. That's true. It's kind of like right it's over on the other side of hours. Tahoe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Virginia City is kind of like that wannabe, like, western town where they have the mining museum where you can go look, check it out, how it used to be, blah, blah, blah. But, like I said, it's kind of one of those, they have a fudge play. Every, every like, wannabe town that is, like, trying to be western has a fudge store right f- yeah there are a lot of times in those Why in those fudge? little towns i don't know is that the only thing they can make back in the west <laughs> i don't understand that like it's fudge get- easy to make i've never made fudge before Maybe I've, it's- I've successfully made fudge once i don't remember yeah. ever trying again but yeah it's not an it's not my favorite thing in the world process, but they have a thing and they have it blowing out so you smell it through the town yeah and i did buy some because that's what you do that's yeah the only but it wasn't all that impressive i mean it's just fudge it's yeah. just like fudge you get at the gas station at bucky's in texas 
Like it's not anything special. Yeah. And <laughs> man, I'm just like rubbing on them. But <laughs> I can understand like a silver store. Yeah. Gold, like yeah. jewelry. But why fudge? Fudge. Every town. Doesn't... Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to make I don't these, know. the Western fat. I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, it reminds me of like when I went to that. I told you I went to Salt and Straw the other day. Uh-huh. It's an ice cream place. It's like amazing, and they had their doors open and they were making the waffle, the waffle cones. cones. There's nobody in their store. They started making waffle cones at eleven in the morning. Of course, so you had to go in. The smell it draws people in. Oh, now if that's heard... the kind of store you need. Oh yeah, not a fudge store. Not a fudge store. I the <laughs> waffle cones are drawing me in a lot better. I've heard that. Um, I don't know if this is true or not. That burger places and stuff like that will just cook onions. Just for the just, smell. Just for the smell. Oh, yeah. When I worked in construction, the sales office would make cookies. Yeah. To get. <gasps> yes. To, to have that homey Yeah. I've smell. heard that that's a good thing to do if you're trying to sell your yeah. house or if you have an open house is like bake yeah. cookies in yeah. there before they would. They would get the little famous Amos dough oh, and they would make cookies oh, yeah. at certain times of day. Yeah. So that's when we would roll by, me and the guys. Yeah. <laughs> get those cookies. Get the cookies. That they're cooking just for the smell. Just for the smell. Yummy, yummy. Um, okay. Anyway, so back to Virginia City. He opened up his uh, practice in Virginia City. Again, that was another mining town. He bought some land there, stuck a claim for a silver mining place. And so he was doing that and his practice. Nellie stayed back in Nevada City and ran that office. Now, this was a good idea because she had already had established clientele there that knew her that were okay that she was a woman dentist mm-hmm. so that was actually brilliant the year um in 1879 nelly registered to be the first woman dentist in california now obviously she didn't make a big deal of it she just went applied so that she could be a dentist right um i didn't read anywhere that they fought her on it they she just got her she just was became registered um the family um would go back and forth to Nevada and California to, to stay close. Um, and they were able to get out of debt and start making money again. And I'm sure she put the reins on him for like not signing any more loans. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Because women I certainly hope be, so. Yeah. <laughs> women would be better at, at disciplining. I think, no, I don't know if that would be true. I, I think some people would have, he had a very generous heart. Yeah. Anyway. So she did, she went out of her way to make her dental office great she bought the latest dental equipment. She had many books that she probably was learning from self-teaching. She had some amazing decor in the office. The dental chair was made with red velvet and gold embroidery. Ooh. Yep. And it would tilt with levers. Ooh. Yeah, it was fancy. fancy. She had a ceramic bowl that was really fancy. And then Nellie would sit on a red and white velvet round stool. And she was a petite little thing. She was like a yeah. dainty little thing and wore a full on full dress like oh, all to, the, yeah. to the to the floor. That's how women had to dress back in those days, I guess. Um, besides the thriving dental practice, she also had a very interesting social life. She thought of she was thought of as very delightful, a very outgoing personality. And she would write and read poetry at the Elks Lodge. And she was a member of the Shakespeare Club. Now, I'm not hmm. sure if the Shakespeare Club was an acting club or they would read, but she was a very well 
outspoken, very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Like she, she did a lot of public speaking and she was thought of, um, and as great in that regard. She even pub published some of her music. She would compose mu- music. Mm-hmm. And then, um, her husband, um, well, her husband was still, I think she was still being social here, probably because her husband was away. Right. And so she was kind of filling that, that void and taking care of her family. Um, in 1885, Alan got hurt in an accident while he was having the flu. And he moved back to Nevada City in poor health. He ended up dying two years later at age 71. Wow. So he lived a pretty good long time. And a song that Nellie wrote called Weep Not For Me was played at his funeral. Wow. Nellie kept practicing dentistry for the rest of her life, which wasn't too much longer. I think it was nine years or something. And she died at the young age of 59 from cancer. Wow. So she didn't live too They long. knew about cancer back in those days? I wasn't yeah. sure when they had discovered it. Or when they... Oh, no. Cancer's been around a really, really long yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't think they understood what why. It what, was, because they just knew or... it was something abnormal. Yeah. But I don't think... Because uh... I guess they could still go in, look at the cells, and know that they were mutated in some way or something like that. I don't know if they knew all of that at that point. But Okay. But the... Yes, they did know about yeah, cancer for a long yeah, time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess I just didn't realize that they had known about it for so long. That is an episode I want to work on is, is cancer. Yeah. Because it is pretty interesting because it goes way, way back. Isn't there a book about, I can't remember what it's called. It's kind of about the history of cancer or something like probably that. probably lots. Yeah, there's probably a lot of them. You're right. Yeah, and then the treatment. There, My, my friend is also a... She's a cancer uh, nurse. Oh, okay. And she was talking about some of the nurses talking in the old days, the Red Devil. There was a medication that they were not careful with. Like now, you know, you have special It's a boxes. big deal. You double glove. You have yeah, all these precautions you have to you take. You can't even, you're not even supposed to touch the packaging right. where it comes in, right? So there's like all this stuff. But back then, they weren't as careful. Right. So you're giving them this toxic medication but the nurse is touching this toxic medication yeah. or is around the fumes of this toxic medication. And so she was telling me about the, the nurses were talking about in the old days and how the med rooms would have like the discoloration of walls and wow. things like that. So I thought that would be an interesting that thing to look more into. But for now, we're not doing that. So anyway, <laughs> she died of cancer at 59. Now, Nellie's great granddaughter lives in the Red Castle still. Oh. And I think she's probably the one that runs the bed and breakfast. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, her son. <gasps> I want to go there. <laughs> I want to go her, stay there. Her sons, the great granddaughter's sons, became dentists and then later donated the dental equipment to the School of Dentistry in San Francisco, including books that Nellie had owned and are now on display. Oh, that's so cool. What about her fancy velvet chair and all that stuff? Is I that don't in know. a museum somewhere? That's pretty cool. If it is, it's probably in that. In that dental school, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's really cool. I think, I think there is a women's museum in Southern California that celebrates her, but I don't remember. I don't know what they have. Yeah, on display, but I think I remember reading that. Yeah. Um, one thing that was pointed out in one of the books I read about her is upon her death, a newspaper, the Daily Union celebrated her life in regards to her hobbies, music, poetry, writing, and public speaking, but did not really mention her as an accomplished female dentist, being the first 
not only in California, but in the West. Interesting. The book said that there was one line in the description of her obituary that said she had practiced dentistry for many years. That was it. Really? Being the first woman dentist should have de- shouldn't define her, but it should have been celebrated. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, because it opened up many doors for others to come. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's nice that they didn't make it seem like such a big deal. Like, like that was the only yeah. thing she's ever accomplished, but they still should have celebrated it. Yeah, definitely. Anyways. I agree. So that is Nellie. My second story I've ever told about a Nellie, which I think is a really cool name. I like the name Nellie. Yeah. And in fact, I think it might even be around the same time of um era that they were both alive mm-hmm. the other nelly was uh, a newspaper writer oh okay or journalist that um went undercover into a asylum oh i did an episode of that anyway okay so that's nelly i appreciate you listening to another california woman story yay thanks, Mel. All right. thanks for having me okay see you next week bye <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's mental vacation from your current life. If you did and are curious for more, please subscribe. Before you go, if you have anything to add to today's show or you have a topic that you think is worthy of dissection, please reach out on dissectingmedicalhistory.com or Instagram on dissectingmedicalhistory. Thank you and stay curious.